0: So today we will be learning Daf Pei Tet in Erovin. We are beginning, Be'ezar Hashem, the new perech of Kol Gagot. <clears throat> Some of the ideas in this perech we have seen in previous shiurim come up along the way. Kol Gagot Ha'ir Rishut Achat. All of the roofs of a city are one Rishut, which means to say that a person could carry items from one roof to the other and not have to worry that the houses below are separate houses. In other words, normally you can't carry from the Roshut of one person to the reshut of another person without Erovei chatzeot. That's why we have Erovei chatzeot. But the roofs are not included in that. So even if they didn't have an Erovei between the houses, they could carry items that they left on the roofs. The roofs back then were flat. So they used to leave things on top of the roof, just like we might leave things in an attic or something like that. They would leave it on the roof. As long as there is not a difference of height of 10 t'vachim between one roof and the other. In other words, if one roof is very high, if the roof next door is very high, so to take something onto a roof that is 10 t'vachim higher than the roof that you're on, or if your roof is high and the roof next to you is lower, to take something from that roof to a roof that's lower would not be allowed. We're talking about, obviously, where the houses are lined up right next to each other. So a person could uh, hypothetically... Uh, go from roof to roof carrying stuff. So Rabbi Meir says it's okay as long as there isn't a height differential. The rabbis say no, that since the houses below are owned by different parties, so the uh, the roofs are also considered distinct. And unless there's an Eruvei Chatzirot, you cannot carry items from one roof to the next. Rabbi Shimon Omer, and this is what we've seen many times before in the Gemara, quoted the position of Rabbi Shimon, or Betochan it could be. But I'm going to explain in a second. Rabbi Shim'on says that whether it is roofs, or it is chatserot, the courtyards, or it is the karpefot, which are the large enclosed areas that are not for residential purposes, like large parks, large fields that are enclosed, which have a rabbinic um, rule about carrying in them, that if they're a certain size, then they become like a karmelit; they become prohibited to carry in them. Uh, uh, rabbinically but really they are enclosed so if they are within that uh, measurement that the rabbis established so then you're allowed to carry in them but they're not residential so basically he says any non-residential area objects that were that were in those areas from before shabbat can be moved from one to the other so meaning according to Rabbi Shimon is only to allow people to bring things from their homes into or from into homes it's not it was or something from my house into the chater and then into your chatzer. I wouldn't be able to if we didn't have an iruv chaterot between our two a, a union between the two chatzerot. That's what's prohibited. But if something was left outside, I left my tricycle outside in the my kid's tricycle outside in the chatzer to move that to the other chater, even though we don't have an iruv, or to move that to a karpef, even though, even though the karpef doesn't have an iruv, or to move that to the roof of somebody's house who's not part of my roof, Anything like that is okay. The only the only restriction on non eruvd areas is objects that were inside the house, according to Rabbi Shimon. But between these non-residential places, chazerot and gagot and karpefot, any items that were left in those places and are trans- transferred from one to the other is okay. As long as you're always within an enclosed area, you're okay. The gemahs, that's the three opinions. So you have the opinion of Rabbi Meir that roofs are considered to be all one reshut, as long as there's no big height differential. So if something was left on top of the roofs, you're allowed to move them from one roof to the other and it's no problem, but he wouldn't include, let's say, um, other uh, enclosed areas like the chatzer. You couldn't bring something from my roof to your chacer if there's no connection between or from my roof to the chacer if there's no erovei chacerot in the chacer. You wouldn't be able to do it. The chachamim say even from roof to roof is not allowed. That's the most extreme. And then Rabbi Shimon is the most lenient that any item that was left in either on either roof or in a chacer or... Uh, uh, in one of the karpefot, could be moved from, to one of these other areas as long as it's always enclosed, even it without any eruv at all. So now the Gemara says, "Yativ Rabaye Baravin Chanina Abaye Baravin and Rabbi Chalinab Baravin were sitting in front of Abaye, and they, they said the following. The student said the following. Just, we understand the rabbi's position. The rabbi's position is that the roof is no different than the house. So, just like you can't move something from house to house without an Erove Chatzirot between them, since they're owned by different people, the roof is no different. We don't understand the position of Rabbi Meir. Because Ikas, in other words, he was saying that you can move things from roof to roof, but not if there's a big height differential. What, what difference does it make what the height is? Ikas if he holds it, just like, that just like there are different owners of the houses below, the roofs are also considered part of the different houses, and therefore you can't carry from one roof to the next. So if you're going to say that um, uh, that, uh, that that just like the, the people below are different, the people above are different, so then, uh, <laughs> so the thing is that if you're going to say that, that we treat the roofs the same as the houses, so, that, so then why should you be allowed to carry from one roof to the next, even if, one, even if they're all on the same level? Let's say they're all the same height. So why should you be able to carry from one roof to the next if they're all owned by different people and they don't have an Eruvei Chatzorot? It's like carrying from house to house without an Eruvei It shouldn't be allowed. And if you're going to say that, no, we don't consider Gagot to be like the houses, the, the roofs are different than the houses, and therefore carrying from <coughs> one roof to the next should be okay, so then what difference does it make the height different? Why should the height be di- uh, restricted? In other words, why should the height... If it's too high, if the next roof is higher than this roof or lower than this roof, why should it prevent me from carrying from roof to roof? In other words, you can't have it both ways. Either all roofs are one Rishut, or we consider each roof an extension of the house below, in which case it doesn't matter what the height, in either case it, it shouldn't matter what the height is. Didn't you hear what Rav Yitzchak said? Rabbi Meir says, and we saw this in Masachat Shabbat actually. That time you see two Rishuyot, which are in one Rishut, for example, <coughs> So Rabbi Meir has an interesting position. He says, just like if you were in a Rushut Arabim, let's say, for example, you're in a public square. And there is a an Amud, there is a pillar that is ten T'vachim high, and it is four T'vachim in area, square, right? So that technically, that Amud is considered a Rashuta Yahid. Because it's tall, it's, it's ten Tvachim tall, and it has four by four Tvachim in its area. So it, so really, it should be um, considered a Rishut ha- HaYachid. Okay, so in, if that's the case, so he said that because of that, so anytime you have in a Rashut Ha... Uh, in, in, even in a Rishut HaYachid, if you have a pillar, in other words, in a house, if you had a pillar, or in a Chatser, if you had a pillar that was ten high and four by four in its uh, area, so that it, qua- it qualifies as Rashuta So that would make it, res- you wouldn't be allowed to put things on it. So imagine you had a house that had a pillar like this. In the middle of the house, uh, an object was ten Trahim high and four by four in its uh, length and width, so that it actually would be a Rashuta HaYachid Inside the rishut is another rishut So Rabbi Meir says you can't take items in the rishut and put it on this pillar. Why? Because maybe when you're in the rishut you'll do the same thing. And if you're in the rishut and there's a pillar like that, you're actually taking something from the rishut and you're actually putting it on the rishut because this amud is considered rishut So he made a Zirah. He said even if you have a rishut inside a rishut you can't carry from one to the other because you'll get confused. So Achanami here too, He would say the same thing here that the problem is that if I move from roof, to, really the roofs are all considered one Rashut. The only thing is if one of the roofs is ten Tvachim higher than the roof that I'm on, or ten Tvachim lower, that's similar to having a pillar in the Rishut arabim that's very high. And just like I can't move things that are that from Rashut Rabim onto a pillar in the Rishut arabim because that Rishut Rabim, that pillar is actually considered Rishut HaYachid, so too when I'm carrying from roof to roof, if there's a very high roof it's almost like a pillar in the Rishut HaYachid. That I would not be allowed to carry from one to the other because I might make a mistake and do the same thing in a Rosh Hashanah. That's how he explains it. So, they thought that maybe that would apply even to a makteshet, a mortar that you grind up uh, spices or a gigit or a v- like a vat that you hold beer or whatever in that's turned upside down in the house, uh, meaning even Kelim. So Amar Lo Abaye, Amar Mordeh is what the Master said. Lo Amar Rabbi Meir El Amud. The Rabbi Meir only said this about certain large items. For example, the um, for example a. Um, uh, an amud, a pillar, or the channel that's used for the rechaim for the grinding. So, since these are big things that a person never moves, right? So, therefore, they're considered to be a reshut in and of themselves. That's why he said, just like if there's a pillar in the al arabim that's very large, that pillar is actually technically a reshut HaYachid. Imagine you're walking in a in a, in you know New York City, and sometimes they have these like statues or they have these pillars. That pillar, if it has the right dimensions of tenth b'chim high and has four by four width and length, which probably it does. It's really considered Rishut HaYachid. So you can take something from the ground and put it on there. We, it would be considered taking from Rishut HaRabim to Rishut HaYachid. So I said the same thing. In a Rishut HaYachid, if there's an item like that, taking things and putting it on it, you might get confused and do the same thing in a Rashut HaRabim. This is only Rabbi Meir's opinion. Okay, but he says the same thing about the roof. So they asked, kota You're going to say, what, what about a wall between two chaterot? De kavua? Obviously the wall doesn't move. Obviously the wall doesn't move. So we say that Rabbi Meir maintains that all gagot, all roofs are one reshut. Meaning, if the, if the houses are all lined up, you can carry from roof to roof to roof to roof, and no problem. If the karpefot, the enclosed parks or fields, are all next to each other, you can carry from one to the other, to the other, to the other. Items that were left in the karpef number one can be carried to karpif number two, and three and four, forever without any erovei And... Even with the um, you know, even when it comes to uh, chutzirot from one to the other, one chutzir to the other chutzir to the other chutzir, no problem. Okay, why? Because items that were in a chutzir can be moved to another chutzir. Only things that were in the house can't be moved to the chutzir, and things that were on a roof can't be moved to a chutzir or a chutzir to a roof. In other words, there are three categories according to Rabbi Meir. There's gagot these are the three things. But within that, in other words, anything left in one karpef you could move it to the other karpef. They don't need an neroveh Anything in one hatzer that was left out there, you left the ball in the hatzer, you could move it to another hatzer. It's only things from the, from the other Rishuyot that you can't move. So according to that, so it says, doesn't that mean that you could carry, if you're telling me that if I left the ball in my hatzer? And there's a neighboring chatser, and we don't have an Erovei chatserot between our two chatserot. I could actually move my ball to the other chatser. That's what you're saying. So how do you do that? You do, the, you do it over the wall. But the wall is ten t'vachim high, and you just told me that if there's an item ten t'vachim high that has the thickness of four t'vachim, which this wall would, so that I'm, it's an erishut in and of itself. So how can you carry it over that? That's what it says. Don't you mean over the wall? Um, so don't you mean kotel? so it says, no, it means through openings in the wall. It's true. You wouldn't be allowed, according to Rabbi Meir, to put something over the wall because the wall is a Rashut in and of itself. Because it's 10 Tvachim tall and it's 4 Tvachim wide and in any other place, the point is that if that wall were just standing freely in a Rashut rabim it would be considered a Rashut Yahid. Right? So therefore you can't put something over that. You can't g- climb over that and, and bring something over that. However, you could pass something through the wall if there's an opening. Okay, so that's, the, that's Rabbi Meir's opinion. And that's why he says that if you have roofs, true, you could carry from roof to roof without an Erobei Chatserot, but, but if one of the roofs is 10 Tfachim higher than the one next to it, you can't. Similarly, you could carry from Chatser to Chatser, but not over a wall in the chatzir, because he holds that anytime you have an item that in and of itself would qualify as a Rishut Hayechid in front of you, so you can't, transfer from where you are to that. Now, it's more in metatalin bo, ela bedal demot. So we come to the chachamim who said, each and every gag is reshut bifneat mo. In other words, you cannot, this was the most extreme position. The position of Rabbi Meir was, within gagot, you can carry through, from gag to gag. Within chatsirot, you can carry from chatsir to chatsir. As long as you're not carrying anything in and out from the houses, and as long as there's no, there's no item there that's, uh, you know, dividing mitz ten fachim hai. Fine. Rabbi Shimon said, no, Gagot, Chatserot, and Karpef are all one. If you left something on the roof, you could even take it to the Chatser. Left something in the Chatser, take it to the roof. Left something in the Chatser, take it to the Karpef. Left something in the Karpef, take it to the Chatser. All those non-living areas are one area. The only problem, according to Rabbi Shimon, is carrying from the house into the Chatserot without an Erover Chatserot. Anything that was left in the Chatser, the roof, or the Karpef before Shabbat can go to any of those areas as long as they're enclosed all the time. No problem. Now, Chachamim said, though, you can't go from roof to roof, because when you're standing on that roof, you're really standing on one person's house, and they don't have an erove Chatserot with the neighbor. So if they carry to the next roof, they're really carrying to another Rishut without Erovei chaterot, right? So the question is, what about on the roof itself? So Rav said, Rav said <laughs> You can't even carry on the roof itself, because it's open to another space where you can't carry, and usually... If you, can't, if you have two spaces where you're not allowed to carry one to the other and they're wide open to each other, like two chatzirot that are wide open to each other and they didn't make an EOV chatzirot, you can't carry even in one of them because they're open to each other. So the, if, the, if you can't carry from roof to roof, that means that you can't even carry on your roof, according to Rav. Except Dalidamot, which is the same as saying it's like Roshut HaRabim. Shmuel says you can carry on your own roof. Just don't carry anything to the next guy's roof. If you want to have a barbecue on your roof, if it's you I mean, that, it, it wouldn't work on Shabbat to have a barbecue. But if you want to go have a picnic on your roof, I mean, <coughs> a picnic, you could. You could walk around on your roof. Just don't go to the next roof. Okay, now, it says, Everybody agrees if there are actual walls on the roof. Like you have these, like, some buildings, right? Apartment buildings that they have the roof. The rooftop for parties and stuff like that. And they have wall around. They have, like, you know, Partitions around it; it's open to the sky, but they have a wall around it. That's okay, according to everybody. But what if you don't have walls? You're just standing on the open rooftop, and you want to have a picnic up there. You have to put a ma'akeh, but forget about that issue. Okay, uh, you know that, that's another issue. Yeah, no, but you're right. You would have to have it, but maybe it's not. It doesn't qualify. Let's just assume, for whatever reason, it's not there. Right, but you you have a point. I mean, you would have to put a ma'akeh normally. But let's say you're up there. There's no machizot. Yeah, so now you're up there without (laughs) mechitzot. So Rav says that, We don't say that we imagine that the walls of the house extend upward, right? You're standing on the roof, so you're imagining that, oh, because I'm on the roof, it says, if I'm in the house. So the walls around me, it's like they extend upward and I'm within the house, even though I'm on the roof. Rav says we don't say that. Okay, but Shmuel says, Mutal <laughs> good asik Good means we extend a upwards. We extend the wall upwards. We stretch it upwards. So we imagine that since you're on the the the, the roof, it says if you're surrounded by the same four walls that are underneath you. That's that that's, that's a machloke. Okay, so therefore you would be allowed to carry on the roof of quite shmuel. rishut liatzmo. It says the rabbi said each one of these roofs is considered its own domain. So, That makes sense according to Shmuel. Because it sounds like it means means, means you could carry up there just only on your own roof. That's what Shmuel is saying. It's a Roshut Just don't carry from one roof to the other. But Rav says that you can't even carry on your own roof because you didn't make it with the neighboring roof. Why does it say it's not really Rashut Latzmo. You can't even carry on your own roof. So he says, Amre they said in the name of Rav, Bet Amot Bet Amot What it means is, the restriction of four Amot, right, is, there's two restrictions. First of all, you can only carry up to four Amot on your own roof, because it's considered like Rashut Rabim or like karmelit. But you can't even carry two amot on your roof and then two amot on the next roof. Meaning, let's say the two roofs are ad- adjacent to each other. You have an item on your roof and you say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to carry four amot, right? So I'll just carry one amot on my uh, roof or two amot on my roof and then two amot into your roof and now you can have it. Right? I'm still only carrying four amot. He says there's two restrictions. One is on your own roof, you're restricted to four amot and then you can't even transfer something from one roof to the other even if it's less than four amot. That's what he's saying. So Reshut small means that it's even worse. It means that you can't even, even within less than four amot, you can't transfer from one roof to the other according to Rav. Okay, certain and then on your own roof, you have a limit of four amot. But didn't Rabbi Lazar say that when we were in Didn't we we said that in the Yeshiva of Rav, in the name of Rav, they said, That you're not allowed to carry on your roof uh, up to four Amot, meaning only up to four Amot. And in the, in the Yeshiva of Shmuel, they had a b'rita that said, That they only get their own gag. Right? So in the name of Rav, they said that you can't carry on your own roof at all, really only up to four Amot, which is a small area. And Shmuel said no They get their own roof They don't get anything more than their own roof But the implication is that they could carry as much as they want on their own roof So my Doesn't the Brita mean That you can carry on the whole roof Because it's saying All they get is their roof So it sounds like they get the whole roof Like Shmuel said So it says umi How is that Brita any clearer than our Mishnah our, our Mishnah says each Gag is Roshut latsmo, is its own domain, right? Its own area. And we still said that according to Rav, that means, that just means you can't move from that domain to another. It doesn't mean you can move more than four Amot on that domain. It's like if I move something from Roshut Rabim to Roshut Yechid, it doesn't matter how far I move, that I can move it one inch. I move from Roshut Yechid to Roshut Rabim, vice versa, it doesn't matter. It's a qualitative difference, not quantity, it doesn't matter. Right? So we'll say the same thing here. Elahen Ela means, that you cannot move from that roof to another roof. It doesn't mean how much you can move on that roof, right? And what did we say? We said that, We said that it means you can't move something from one roof to the other, even if it's less than four amot. In other words, that's all it's saying is that you're restricted to your own roof. It doesn't mean that you have free reign on your own roof. Ralph will just say it means you're restricted to your own roof. Shmuel will say, no, it means you get the whole roof. That's the machloket. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, <laughs> he said, I never learned any of this. Now remember, Rav Yosef, in his old age, he forgot a lot of his learning, and so he would often say, I don't remember this. said to him, Adam you told us this. And you, this was the context that you told us, that if there's a large roof next to a small roof, that you can carry on the large roof, but, then, but the small roof you can't. And you told us about it. Shmuel. You only said this when there are people living on both of them. because that means that the 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 small one is the dresset. is something that people walk on, so it can't really be considered uh, enclosed. But if there is not, then then they're both allowed. Now, what does Rashi says? That, um, meaning if people are passing all the time from one to the other, so you can't really say that there's any walls, even imaginary walls, around the small roof, because the small roof, they're always going back and forth from the big roof to the small roof. So what do you mean there's walls? There's no walls. Right? So if there are walls, if the, but if there isn't anybody living there on the small one, okay, in other words, if there is, so therefore nobody ever goes from one to the other. Right? So th- then you could say that, um, th- that it's, they're allowed, each one on their own roof, to, uh, to use it. Because as long as there's not passage from one to the other. If there are people up there all the time, they're going back and forth, that's called Mechitza'an shenidreset. Rashi says, she'ovrim kosha Right? You can't say there's a wall there um, that, uh, uh, that comes up, that separates between the small roof and the big roof. Because, um, people are going back and forth all the time. But if there are not people going back and forth all the time, so each one is separate, it's okay. Right? So, so, so he said, Amar lei said to him that, uh, this is what I said to you, not what you just said. No, I told you something else. I said that if there is an actual wall, forget about the good asik that the an imaginary wall. I am talking about a real wall. If there is a real wall around the large uh, 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 roof, and then it's open to the small roof. The small roof also has, in other words, it's like those cases where we had of the large chaser, right? The large chaser and it bends inward on its fourth side and is open to the small roof. Yeah, he has the picture. Show them, not me, because I know. know, no, no, show them, show them. Yeah. I sent it. Yeah, oh, you did, yeah. So the chatser the, the is, right, so the yeah. roof is, one of them is wider. Yeah, have the the other, oh, you have it? Okay, one of them is wider, one of them is narrower. <laughs> right, so the small one, its fourth wall is completely open to the big one, but the big one, its fourth wall on the sides, if you're in the fourth wall, if you're in the large one, you see on the sides on the fourth wall, the gifufei, the, the pieces that are in, in, indented in. So therefore, the large one is okay and the small one is not. But if there's no mechitsa at all and the two roofs are just open to each other, you cannot carry from what you carry on them because they're open to each other. But didn't you talk about living, people living there? He said, If, that, if I did say something about that, this is what I meant. Rabbi Yosef said, I was talking about the mechitsa. I meant if there is a wall that would make it livable on each of them, so then it's true that you could carry because the gadol because the large one has the indents, like we said of the walls. But the small one is open on its four sides, you wouldn't be allowed to. But if you have a wall on the big one, and not on the small one, so then even the small roof will be allowed, will be accessible for the people on the large one. What's the reason? So they, he said, because since the small one didn't make any kind of a wall around itself, so that means that they basically don't want to use it. They're not planning on using it for any form of dirah, for any form of residence, okay? So Raji explains here, the gadol That if there is a wall around the, um, around the large one, right? And the large one, and it indents on the fourth side, meaning you would see, if you were standing in the large roof, you would see the walls of the fourth side indenting in. The smaller one is more narrow, right? So if you're standing in the small one, you would see you have no fourth wall. Your fourth wall is just open, like in that picture. So if that's the case, so then the small one is not allowed, but the large one will be allowed because the large one has a, a, an enclosure. It has an enclosure on the fourth side, so it'll be allowed to carry up there. But the small one will not be allowed, meaning people in the large uh, roof cannot carry from there into the small one. And people who are in the small one cannot carry from there, uh, cannot carry in there at all because they're wide open to the large one. And they don't have any rovei chatserot. This is similar to what we saw with chatserot. If you have two chatserot and the small one is wide, has no fourth wall because it's open totally to the large one, since if you're in the large one, you can see where the small one ends, <coughs> so you're okay in the large one. But in the small one, you're not allowed. Because since the small one is totally open to the large one on the fourth side and there's no distinction where it ends, so in, you're not allowed to carry in and out of the small one and people on the small one cannot carry in there because there's always the chance that they're going to walk right into the large one where they don't have any ruve Same thing here is what he's saying, right? But if they didn't put any wall around the large one, around the small one rather. So that means that they weren't planning at all on um, on using that, that uh uh, that part of the roof, and therefore they really were mochil, they really were allowing, they were letting the people on the large one use the small one. Right? So therefore they, they, they let it go. They're allowing it because they, they the, the fact that they didn't prepare it for any kind of dura means that they're allowing the people on the large um in the large roof that, that have the wall to use it. So, so, and that's what it says. It says, they're allowing the people on the large one to use it because they didn't put any fence around it. And so in a way, it's worse if the people on the small roof make a fence around it that's only cover, covering three sides. It's worse because they've shown that they want the space for themselves. They're not giving it to, the, to the, larger, the people on the larger roof, but they didn't make any roof with them and they're wide open to them. So they're not allowed to use it. So nobody's allowed to use it. But if they didn't fence it around at all, then we could say that for the people on the large uh, roof, they're good. And they can also use the small roof because the small roof doesn't have any kind of a partition at all showing that the people on that roof in that house want to use it. And so we'll use the concept of imaginary walls that that extend up from the ground and, and, and allow us to carry on that roof. So now he says, Uh, uh, It's like Rav Nachman said If one guy makes a a sulam kavua he makes a a, a ladder to to his roof nobody else does nobody else uses the roofs in the neighborhood but one guy made a sulam kavua and all of the roofs were next to each other because you know all the houses were one after the other then all of the gagin they become his he could use all of them why? because nobody else wanted to go up there only him so, and nobody else tried to fence their roof off to stop him from getting on it. So they're okay with it, right? So, the, so that, that means it's okay. Similarly, if on top of the house you built an apartment, and you made a little door, right? So you make a little door onto the roof. You're showing, I want roof access. Okay, yeah, like a penthouse almost, yeah. You want roof access. So, th- so then what happens so it says, It only works in certain cases. It only works if you make a door that faces onto the roof. So let's say let's say in front of you are, uh, is a roof, patio, and then the next roof, and then the next roof, and the next roof. So, so then you're showing you want access to that roof. Nobody else did that. Nobody else made like a little apartment there to have access to the roof. So then it's all yours. However, if the... Um, if you if the if the wall if you made a door that faces perpendicular to the roof, in other words, the roof space is on one side. You made the door facing over your chaser to look at your uh, to look at the garden below. Like a right? And then you want to walk around and go onto the roof. Then that doesn't really show that you wanted the roof for yourself. It only shows that you wanted the roof for yourself if the door is facing that way. That's why he said, Because if you make it that the door opens overlooking your garden, people will say you only made that to look at the garden. You didn't really make that to get onto the roof. So if you made it to get onto the roof and nobody else objected, Nobody else made one like that, and nobody else put a fence. Nobody, so then they're letting you use the roofs. You go from roof to roof. But if somebody else did that, so then you're going to have a conflict, you know. But if you, if not, so then we'll be fine with you carrying from roof to roof because um, because uh, nobody is objecting and nobody is um, and and there's no uh, there's no conflict of uh, domains because nobody else is trying to use those roofs for any kind of do you offer for any kind of residential purpose? Okay, this is a good place to stop.